Hey y'all, welcome back to 323. Um, I hope you're doing well today. I little life update for me, I guess. I've gotten all of my college decisions back. Um, I got waitlisted from like my two top choices, which, you know, hurt my feelings, but it's okay. And I got into three really awesome schools that I love. And so I get to go on a little vacation and tour those next week. I'm very excited about. Um, other than that, honestly, not feeling great. Really stressed about school. If you're in IB and you're listening to this, um, or even if you're in AP, like I just kind of forgot that those exams were coming up at the end of the year. Like I was very aware of them, but I hadn't really thought about it. And now I'm just very deeply terrified. Um, anything else? That's kind of it with me right now. I hope everyone is doing okay. Um, I know the weather being nicer has made me feel a little bit better at least. Um, But yeah, I guess we're just going to get into this episode. It's just me today. Um, This one, I feel like people are going to think it's going to be super messy. I'm going to try to not keep it that way because I've honestly already had all the drama that I could possibly have with this. But today I'm going to be talking about my experience running an account on Instagram that was called uh, Students for Pro-Choice that was basically just an account where I talked about kind of political stuff that was happening in Allen and I didn't like claim it as my own because a lot of people were leaving some really nasty comments and really scary DMs. Um, I'm just gonna assume now that hopefully no one's gonna like I don't know, dox me or anything. Um, which, off the bat, you may be like, Carter, who at Allen High School is going to dox you over a politics account? And it's barely even a politics account, really. Um, but it got messy, guys. It got messy. Like, grown adults were getting involved, and it got scary at some points. Um, so I'm going to be talking kind of in two main parts because there are two different posts on the account. And again, I'm not going to, like, name drop anyone. I'm, this is not me trying to start any more drama than this has already caused. I'm just kind of talking about some of the mistakes I made going about what I was trying to do um, and just kind of my experience with it in general. So keep listening. And if you like this episode, give us a rating. I say give us a rating. Give me a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, so we're going to start talking about the first post that I made, which is going to be the slightly shorter explanation because it was a little less intense than the other one. Um, so this was this post was why I originally made the account. And so basically there was a club um, that still is in Allen called Students for Life at Allen. Um, and in the original account that they had, they claimed that they were affiliated with Allen ISD as in Allen ISD had supported their club. I was very thrown off by this um, because, choosing my words carefully, I do not believe that if students tried to create a club discussing a more controversial, like, left-leaning issue, that would be approved. Um, You know, that's all I'll say on that. Um, But... You know, and I was like, okay, this is weird, kind of throwing me off. And also a lot of their original posts that are now um, archived, like 
if you go to their Instagram, you're not going to find them anymore. Um, but a lot of their original posts were about, like, very inaccurate, like, misinformation. Like, whether that be misinterpretation of statistics or kind of anything in that realm. Um, you know, it it was just very inaccurate. And I was like, okay, I feel as though... Um, if if misinformation is going to be put out by an Allen student and this is going to be kind of like the hub for this, I guess, conversation starting to happen, I want there to be information out there that is reliable as well. Thought I was going to sneeze, but I didn't. Um, and so, yeah, I was just kind of miffed, if you will. Um, and I was kind of talking with some of, some of my friends and I was like, okay, what if I made a post on a different account that was like anonymous because I didn't want to put my own name on it because I mean throughout 2020 there were so many different political issues um that were really controversial and people were really heated about um and I was like I have seen where some of like the internet discourse can go and I just didn't want that happening like on my own personal Instagram account. So I was like, okay, I'll make a different account. That way also, I didn't know if I could get like in trouble from Allen ISD for like making these posts. I don't like, I don't really know how that would have worked. Well, I actually ended up finding out how it would have worked um, after the whole second post, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, but yeah, so I made the account and I made my first post, which is basically just explaining some facts about being pro-choice um, and kind of some of the reasons that personally I'm pro-choice, um, along with just some little facts. Um, I also like had posted some more statistics, um, you know, anywhere I could that would be able to provide information. Um, and it blew up in a very negative way. Um, I don't know how, but this grown woman named Jennifer, I'm going to say her name. I'm not going to name drop anyone else, but I will say her name. Her name is Jennifer. You can find her in the comment section. Dude, she's like 25. I'm like, how in God's name did you find this account? And like, don't you have taxes to do? Like, why are you arguing with children on the internet? Um, but, you know, Jennifer had a lot to say in my comment section. There were lots of Allen High School boys. Shout out to the fishing and shooting teams um, because they were always in the comment section of this account. Um, that seemed to have a lot to say. Um, and just, it, it got really nasty, like, really, really fast. Um... Another part of this was when Students for Life, like, posted their first post about their meeting, the comment section in that blew up, and a lot of it was discourse that had started on my page. Um, I didn't have anything really directly to do with that, I would say, but I would say it was influenced by that post that I made on the account that I had run, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Also, I think I said this earlier. If I didn't, again, the, the name of the account that I'm talking about is students for, like, the number four pro-choice, um, if you want to, like, see what I'm talking about, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of the first post. It got, like, 
a lot of attention. A lot of people were talking about it, but nowhere near what happened with the second post. Um, Students for Life uh, like archived all their posts after that. Um, and now they're back, you know, meeting in the STEAM Center if you want to attend a Students for Life meeting. I say that like a joke, but I actually might go to one and like not say anything. I'm not going to like protest it or anything. I'm just genuinely curious to see what that would be like. I don't even know if they'd let me in because I know that the um, the person who is the president, um, who I am not going to name drop again, um, but they do not like me very much. We have very differing opinions. They actually have me blocked on Instagram, which, you know, go off. I did screenshot one of their stories and like publicly call them out for something that was that they posted that was like extreme misinformation. Um, so, I mean, that was kind of all that happened with that post. Um, I think overall that post was the one that was a lot more I don't know. I was genuinely trying to be informative. Um, and it just kind of really, I don't want to say backfired, but I mean, the comment section of that post is just such a freaking mess. Um, and it was so stressful. And I was like, why can't everyone just calm down? Um, but I guess now we'll talk about what, if you were listening to this podcast, what you are what you're really here for and that is the TPUSA situation so there's so much explaining to go into this one um so for those of you who don't know uh, Turning Point USA is a conservative organization that used to focus really strongly on like ideals of free market capitalism um and kind of traditional conservative conservatism yeah, conservatism. Is that right? I don't know. Um, now, I would say it leans very far into the January 6th, like, QAnon, Trump cult crowd. Um, and there's also some really, really awful people who are in TPUSA. And when I say awful people, I don't mean, like, oh, like people I disagree with I mean like out white supremacists and like neo-nazis um and a lot of people are like oh my god no they're like minorities in TPUSA like what are you talking about um you can be a minority and be incorrect I hope that that isn't like offensive for me to say I don't feel like it is because yeah you can be a minority and say things that are racist or offensive um so you know there's that um I mean if you just did my voice just crack that was embarrassing um you can even just go to like Turning Point USA's Instagram account and pretty quickly like catch on to what they're all about you can also check out the Turning Point USA Allen account uh if you want to see what they're all about um and so while you're on the Turning Point Allen account, you can go to the very bottom and you will find the second thing that they posted was a picture of TPUSA members at a convention. I'm choosing my words very carefully here because um, I do not, again, like I don't want to say these people's names because I've already 
like gotten in trouble for that so not really trying to do that again I didn't actually in trouble I'll explain more on that later um but it was really jarring because I was like oh my god like it said that they were like sponsored by Alan to go to this convention again with the first club as well I don't think any of them are actually sponsored by Alan ISD and after these posts were made they um like put in their bio like not affiliated with Alan ISD um I don't know if they still have it in there, but they did at one point. Um, and so, I mean, I was just floored because I looked into the history of TPUSA and I was like, what? And a lot of people had DM'd me previous, like, because I guess people assume that, like, I'm going to post about something if something at Allen happens. So a lot of people had DM'd it to me and been like, literally, what is this? Um, so the main things dissecting what I thought was wrong with this post. Um, first of all, some of the people in the photo are in leadership positions in organizations that I believe emphasize um, like representing a large and diverse group of people, which is something that I believe is not shown in the values of TPUSA. Um, and also in, sorry, yawn. Um, and also in some of these people's like personal values, I was just like, this really doesn't make sense that you're actually like posting about this right now, but you still have, you know, these really high ranking leadership positions in Allen. Um, number two, this was a huge, huge, huge convention, um, and this happened prior to the COVID vaccine, and it was still when COVID was really, really bad. Um, there were no masks at this event. Um, you can see from, like, multiple videos online. Um, it was also, yeah, as I said earlier, like, it did end up being a super spreader event, and these students did return to school after attending this event. So I was like, okay, that is extremely irresponsible. Um, I think other than that, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they had pictures like posing with people um, who were like so beyond offensive. Um, I really don't know even where to start with that. Um, I mean, like, Charlie Kirk is just, like, horrible. Um, like, actually terrible. Like, xenophobic. Um, you said a lot of really offensive things about, like, Chinese people at the start of the coronavirus. Um, there's someone named Crystal Clanton, who was, like, the group's field director or something. And she said some very, very derogatory things about Black people that, like, I actually can't say on the podcast and that I would never say um, anyways. Um, and just some really terrible stuff. Um, and yeah, so basically, I was very upset. And so I was like, okay, let's post about this. So I started posting on my personal account and I started posting on my story and being like, hey guys, anyone else see this or is this just me? Because this is kind of crazy. People started being like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Um, and a lot of people started posting about it. It kind of started to ramp up attention and um, people started commenting in the comment section of the TPUSA post. And so they've disabled the comments on their post, um, which, you know, well within their rights to do um 
a lot of the discourse originally started there and that is where people started commenting some very very nasty things and that is when i was like okay you know what i'm gonna make this post and so i screenshotted the front cover of the tpusa allen post which first of all i would like to emphasize was posted on a public account i did not share like these students faces without their permission they'd already posted themselves at this event on a public instagram account um the post also originally tagged all the students the tags have since been removed um but i was just kind of like okay like yeah i'm gonna talk about this they have a picture with like madison cawthorn who at this point has been like accused of assisting in like the january 6th insurrection and also there's like that whole like neo-nazi post um or not neo-nazi just actually straight up nazi post um so you know you know uh he is he is an insurrectionist uh which you know wasn't out at the time but that was sorry i'm like looking at the post right now and i just saw his face and i was like oh yeah that was a big part of it too um so i made this post i'd also screenshotted a lot of things from the comment section um that were some really offensive things. Um, a girl who is black, who's one of my friends, uh, commented like the pandemic isn't over and Alan students responded saying neither is slavery. Um, another girl like who had been sexually assaulted and had talked about it. There were a lot of like, she'd commented something where she was like, like kind of like, what is this? And a lot of people responded um, making jokes about her sexual assault. Um, people kind of talking about like really homophobic comments, lots of slurs were very casually thrown around. Um, it was a lot of people, again, not going to name names, but you know, shout out fishing team again, y'all have always been real ones in the comment sections of these posts. Um, there's also a lot of guys who, I don't really know how to describe the group they're in. They're like adjacent to the people that were the like student section leaders. Um, lots of just jokes about people's appearance and people's uh, race, gender, sexual identity. Um, I mean, just the most honestly annoying people ever. Um, there was a guy who was in my art class in 10th grade shout out to you um who i have a video of him explaining why the f slur isn't like a bad thing to say um and why he can say it and then why he can also say the n-word because and i quote who hasn't said the n-word um so you know hope you're having fun in college now my guy um okay so now going into the actual post um, basically, I was just like, okay, I assume everyone's seen this post by now because at this point it had been going around like crazy. Um, and a lot of people had started kind of tying my name to it. Like I knew what was going on because I was the one who had started posting about it. Um, but again, at this point in time, I had not linked the Students for Pro-Choice account to my name um, because a lot of people were like threatening to dox me and threatening to like show up at my house and physically harm me, which was really crazy. Um, and again, a lot of these people are grown adults that did not go to Allen. Um, so I was like, okay, this just shouldn't be associated with Allen ISD. This is an incredibly racist organization that is run and supported by a lot of really bigoted people. Um, I kind of talked about how 
attending super spreader events during the pandemic uh, sets a really bad example, especially considering that like one of these people is a drum major. Um, there are people in pals and in wings and in these uh, positions that are supposed to be, you know, leaders in the school. Um, and I didn't feel as though this behavior was appropriate. Um, and I said, you know, like there's a lot of information there out there about TPUSA that is like factual evidence that you can look at that's a little bit shady. Um, but kind of, yeah, and then I was talking about the comments on people's posts. And again, these are people who are in pals and wings who are commenting extremely racist, homophobic, and a lot of really disrespectful things about the COVID-19 pandemic, um, which, you know, I'm not going to say anything about the kinds of people who end up in these organizations, but I just think that there's, I'm, oh my gosh, that sounded really bad, but there's a lot of really great people in these organizations. And there's also a lot of people who can act really great in front of teachers and are then extremely racist and bigoted, um, when they're just with their friends and they think it's funny. Um, I think that's another part of all this is a lot of it is about kind of, um, compliance, is that the right, is that the word I'm wanting to use? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Um, like not speaking up, um, when your friend says something like maybe, you know, you are not racist, but, and maybe there are a lot of, especially with the whole social media during like all these really serious, um, political and social issues, people became really comfortable posting because it was trendy and then going to parties with people who use the N word and who, are extremely homophobic and disrespect minorities. And then they post an infographic about like Black Lives Matter. It's like, hey, you know what? Honestly, just don't post it if your actions aren't going to line up with that. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't really make any sense to me. Um, people have like clowned on me a lot, I guess, for posting a lot about political things. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I definitely don't post as much as I used to. I used to be very much like Instagram activist and I understand how that can be seen as really performative and really annoying. Um, but throughout all these issues, I try to donate any money that I can and I really try to make sure that my actions align with my words and that I call people out if they're doing something that fundamentally disagrees with my values. And that's not me like patting myself on my back. I have so much more work to do as an activist. But I'm just saying, like, I think that that's kind of where some of the difference in, like, performative social media activism comes is just the people who are really just doing it to be trendy. And then you that really shows when you look at who they hang out with versus what they're posting on social media. Um, so anyways, yeah, it was just kind of saying that this is really disrespectful. Um, yeah, I talked about, like, signal posting. Um, and, and then finally, I tagged Alan ISD and I was like, please look into so student social medias before choosing them to be leaders within the school. Again, I'd like to reiterate all of these people commented um, and posted pictures and things on public Instagram accounts. I did not share anything that was like shared with me in private or anything was on a private Instagram account because I understand that would have been a violation of privacy. Um, but these were all things that were posted publicly. So, as I said, the last post had 192 comments. This post has 553 comments. Um, honestly, I can't even really begin to go into the comment section on this post. Um, 
it is like legitimately heinous. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people kind of like tagging Alan ISD, which was good, um, I guess. Like, there was also a lot of people saying, again, slurs, really offensive comments. This whole thing blew up on social media. People were commenting. I was like sitting with people in class who didn't know that I ran the account, who were talking about the account. I saw people on the post in the comments, like liking comments or commenting. Um, there were some people who knew that it was me who ran the account. There were some people who had no idea. Um, I got like shoved into a wall during lunch by some members of the fishing team who are again just like my best friends guys me and the allen fishing team go way back um there was this whole tpusa thing during the january 6th insurrection i posted saying like this is embarrassing and they like one of them swiped up and told me they were gonna run me over like we just we go way back um love those boys i'm not saying all of any, I'm not saying everyone on the fishing team is like this. I'm just saying um, me and the fishing team do not have a great relationship. Um, and I mean, yeah, just if you go into the comment section of that post, you can see just some of like the really bottom, bottom parts of humanity. Um, and it just got really nasty. And so basically what ended up happening is a lot of really hateful language was shared in those posts by a lot of people. Um, it was honestly really surprising to see people's true colors because I also think people forgot that I could see when they liked a comment. So there were, there were a lot of people who would have been like, oh my god, I'd never be involved with something like this. Like, I'm, I'm not racist. Who were liking extremely racist comments. Um... And a lot of people who were just commenting some really heinous stuff, and I guess they just kind of thought it'd get, like, lost in the mix. Um, oh my gosh, guys, now I, like, I'm trying really hard not to name drop. Um, let's just say, you know, there's a certain friend group of a boyfriend of someone who's a senior now, um, who, there's this guy, um, we'll call him rock and rock and his friends had a lot to say under my account um they were very much towing the line between being like outright bigoted and wanting to you know keep their position in wings um there are a lot of people who made spam accounts to say slurs and things that would get them you know removed from college under here again like if you're following along with me you can go look in this comment section and it is just truthfully one of the more horrific things there were a lot of things that were like you shouldn't be like canceling these kids where i just feel like nowhere in the post i was like this calls for being canceled i was like alan needs to make sure that they are, are being careful with who they support as a school district um, and again, again, guys, I can't stress enough that this was a public Instagram post. I was not, like, I understand how it could have been interpreted that way. But, you know, I, I personally do not feel as though I crossed any lines with that. But, you know, a lot of people disagree. My mom disagrees with that. She thinks I was in the wrong here. Um, and, like, I can see her point of view. I can see other people's point of views. I personally do not think that that aspect of it, at least, was, like, in the wrong.
And it all started to get really overwhelming because as I think I like just started talking about, a lot of really hateful speech was being said on in the comment section of that post. Um, my friend Sasha like tweeted something really funny during it where it was like people on the left like tweeting snarky comments and then people on the right are just straight up saying slurs, um, which, you know, is very true. Um, and it was just really, really stressful um, because people started to report things to school administration that were like hateful and racist comments. Um, and then the school was like, how did this happen? Like, who knows about this? And then everyone was just like, oh, Carter knows what happened. So I got called to a meeting um, and it was like a bunch of the house principals. And I was like, oh my God. Um, someone had filed a bullying report against me that was dismissed because I was like, look, you can look at everything I did, everything I said. And they were like, okay, yeah, not bullying. Fair enough. Um, it was just one of the more, and like, they were like, look, this is coming from all over the school and we don't know what's going on. I was like, this is what's happening. I don't know what else to tell you. There was an email campaign started by a different school club um, that was like really good. They kind of basically were like, look, if you're going to want to actually do something about this instead of arguing in an Instagram comment, um, you know, like use this format. And I, oh my gosh, I don't know why I can't figure out the name of this account because they did like the whole thing was really cool. Um, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, you can let me know and I'll mention it at the beginning of next podcast. Um, but I mean, yeah. So overall, here's what I would say I learned from my experience with all this. One, if you're a grown adult, don't threaten, don't like send death threats to children. Um, don't say you're going to sexually assault people in the comment section of an Instagram post. Don't use racial slurs. Um... I think overall, these issues should not have been handled on social media, and that is something that is my bad. I don't regret bringing them to awareness, but I think making separate posts for things I would normally just put on my own personal story um, just kind of created a space that facilitated a lot of hate and negativity instead of productive discussion. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I mean... It made some change because it, it affected the way that these clubs were able to operate in Allen. Um, I don't know. I guess I had personally wished that the pro-choice post could have been taken more for what it was, which was attempting to be educational. Um, the TPUSA post, honestly, I was probably out of pocket for that. Like, it caused a lot of really intense drama that kind of spread really rapidly throughout the school. Um, and I don't know if I would have, like, if I could go back and do it again, I, I don't know if I would have done the same thing because it put me in a really awkward position. Um, and while I do believe that it was important to talk about these things and again, address the fact that Alan does kind of have an issue with ignoring a student's history of racism um 
I mean, I can I'm going to make a whole episode about this, but even so I'm in like I've always been in AP classes, now I'm in IB. There's so many people, mainly guys, actually pretty much all guys, um who are in friend groups where it is just really normal to just say the n-word or make really offensive jokes about minorities that is not like a minority group that they're a part of and just kind of this whole culture it's like i've heard some of them say before they're like oh my god like our discord servers are like the worst place to be like oh my god like it's so offensive and it's like a bragging point and it's just really weird because you have to be friends with you don't have to be friends with these people but like and i'm really not um which is why they don't like me. Um, but a lot of people just very much ignore it and ignore that a lot of the people who are in, you know, top 10% at Allen have a really terrible history of saying slurs and really offensive things. And it's just kind of this whole culture of, I mean, I'm thinking like the student section, um, I can name, I'm no, oh my God, no, I can't. But especially like when I was a sophomore, a lot of the people or like leaders of the student section were like exactly the kind of people I'm describing and like in pals and wings, it's just an issue of people not being willing to call other people out. And kind of what I said with like the whole posting infographics, but you're still going to go to a party with a guy who, you know, like sexually assaulted someone last year, you know, or, um, there's a lot of people who kind of see politics as this funny thing and they see someone who's, you know, really conservative. Um, and there, there's, I'm not going to say you should like pick fights with people just because they're a different political ideology. But for me, you know, I draw the line at discrimination and people say stuff like that. They're like, oh my God, like, it's so funny that we're like in different political ideologies, but they're never going to actually confront that person um, because it would make them not fun or unlikable. Um so that's just not cool. Um, and so my goal was kind of to try to point out some of that, but it just ended up being really, really, really messy and kind of difficult to deal with. And I, I know that that sounds really annoying because like, oh my God, like the privileged cishet white girl is burnt out from Instagram activism. But I just mean dealing with the genuine repercussions of that, which was people sending me death threats and trying to dox me. And like the comment section of that post got totally out of control. Um, so yeah, that's my little reflection on that experience. So that's all I have for you today. Hopefully we can do some more episodes kind of about political activism or political things that are more meaningful than this account um in the future if you would like to who did my phone just hang up on oh my goodness um but if you would like to be a guest because you feel like you're qualified to talk on these issues more so than i am dude reach out i would love to um but that is all i have for you today thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time on 323